Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everybody app gives you unlimited access to online yoga, Pilates, and meditation classes. There are over 400 classes to stream and download right now. Oh my. And also, we add a brand new class each and every week. So your library just continues to grow and grow. I think the most important thing to mention, though, is that Merry Body is fun and it brings joy to your life. This is what our members say. <laughs> so if you want to come and try it out for free, you can head over to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash Merry Over at that page, you can start your free seven-day trial, get access to it all, and see if it's for you. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 323 on the Get Ready Podcast. And can I just say I'm so proud of us. We've been so consistent these past four weeks. Go us. (laughs) And, I mean, we've been consistent many a time before. We just had a little break over Christmas, New Year's, Mm. February. But I feel really (laughs) excited to be back and, you know, creating these episodes and being a bit more planned about it, which is really fun. Mm -mm -mm. And thank you to everyone who's been sending in their ideas because – the past three episodes have been requested by you. So you have literally been creating this podcast. So thank you for that. <laughs> yes. Thank you also just for coming up with ideas because after however many years of doing it, sometimes we're like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. But we always find something anyway. Yeah. I mean, and today's episode really was inspired by one of our friends who listened to our last podcast episode yes. and mentioned like really, I guess, highlighted one of the key points within – wasn't even a key point in last week's episode. It was just a sentence that you said, Emmy, and it really stood out. Something about the top of the mountain not being that great anyway. <laughs> and, I mean, really what it, what it means is that sometimes we can get so focused on the end result. We're working towards whatever goal it might be, and then we get there and we realise, oh – actually it wasn't that great after all and that you know the whole way there was actually the magic that was the the prize in a way it was the journey to get there it's not just getting there it's the whole thing that's important uh and also the fact that like once you get there then you're like oh I need to go somewhere else now anyway yeah I was about to add that because it always is the case you know you might reach a certain goal or a certain place in your life and there's always something else that now you want to do and I don't think necessarily that's a bad thing I mean we always have the conversation where sometimes we feel really overwhelmed with all of the ideas that we have and everything we want to do and we kind of flip it and say you know it would be a sad day if we didn't have a list of ideas that we wanted to do. The day that we don't have any new ideas, that will be not a very great day for us because we like to come up with new ideas. So I think uh, like just looking at it in that way as well, you know, just because we get to the top of the mountain and we want to be somewhere else, that's also okay. But allow yourself that moment to, to celebrate in your success 
whatever that might be. Yeah, and I think it's so important to, I guess, keep reminding yourself that the journey is the prize because I think it's very easy to forget. Yeah, uh, I think because we live in this world where, I, I don't know, there's like this big reward, right, for being the best or appearing to be the best even, showing off your accolades, your awards, your achievements. And I guess like we're kind of, uh, we grow up with that with school. The person who wins or who gets the best marks, they get applauded. Um, They get the trophy. Yes, not any of the other riffraff, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But it's kind of like trained and ingrained into us to perform, to get there, to be the best. Uh, And anything less is not good enough. Well, I mean, anything less doesn't receive anything yeah. or doesn't be no seen prize. to receive anything. Yeah. So it really is like a personal, I guess, responsibility to uh, remind ourselves and others around us, I think, that the journey is is the price. The journey is the life. The journey yes. is where the joy is. The journey think- is where everything is. The jo- Exactly. The journey is where everything is. Uh the journey is where we will get our sense of fulfillment. It won't be at the end. You might be like, oh, I did it. I made it. Boom. Tick. But <laughs> if that journey itself is filled with anxiety, stress, if you're destroying your relationships, if you're letting go of your health and all other things that are not to do with that end result, if you let go of all these things, the journey becomes quite horrible. And then you get to the end and more than likely you hit like a uh, – uh, oh, well, this was crap anyway, or you get really sick or you get really down and flat about it. Well, now what? Now I've lost all my friends, my relationships, my health has gone downhill, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I guess it's almost like a, you start to resent it, the success yeah. as well, resent the resent the goal that you're after in the first place. I think it's always like – it's like that saying where you – You've heard it before, and I think Oprah said it, and she said, you know, the more money you have, it just amplifies the person you were before. And I think that goes for the journey and the prize. Also, I should say the journey and the top of the mountain. I feel like the journey kind of foreshadows how you'll feel about the success. Mm, True. Because whenever we've had, like, something that we've tried to create and it's been, like, a really exciting thing and we've just kind of showed up and done our best and – allowed creativity to flow and even when it was hard we kept going and even in the moments like where we got really angry Mm. you know we came back quickly then we thought no like we're just gonna keep going like we're grateful for this we love this like let's just keep taking step by step and then you really enjoy that and you enjoy like the end result as well and then I can kind of reflect like for example I'm trying to think of like one of the key projects that like we didn't enjoy Um, maybe like Merrymaker Club like, that was very forced. That yeah. was a, f- a forced membership. Like, this was maybe – this would have been six years ago now where we did our first membership and it was a meal plan thing and it just felt really forced and it felt like a lot of effort uh, and I didn't even enjoy – like, we, we it was successful. We had lots of members, but I didn't enjoy it and I didn't even want to do it anymore. Yeah, that's a – it's unusual to reflect <laughs> on that almost. It's like like we didn't even feel the success – because it was such an awful journey. True. And, I mean, I guess we're lucky in that way. Obviously, the journey was always important to us, and I think it is. I, I do think it is because 
The reason why we actually began this merrymaking full-time thing, did it full-time, was because we heard the quote from Joseph Campbell about following your bliss. So really, one of our true values, our core values is bliss and that, that sensation, that feeling of doing work that has a purpose in life. Although I think, you know, chasing a purpose, chasing a passion can be uh, kind of like this really dead-end thing if you don't have one naturally, and I think sometimes that goal, find your passion, then you won't work, blah, 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 that can be a bad piece of advice right there. But I think if you do have some kind of passion, you do have some kind of purpose in your life, whatever it might be, no judgment, whatever your purpose is, um, it's re- very important to make that a factor of your everyday life. And I think to attempt to try and make that a way of making money even better. Mm. Um, not to destroy your, your passion though, that's also a risk. But, you know, you can always change and pivot. Uh, but we're very grateful for that lesson because I think that has naturally directed our journey of this business to make sure that we are experiencing joy uh, and bliss feelings, not all the time because that's not normal and it's not possible, but we always try and let that be our compass. Mm. It's funny because, like, even just reflecting on that one example, you have that realisation that, well, then what is success? I know. Because if anyone was an outsider looking in, they would have said, do not stop. Look how look how many members you have. Look at what you've created. Like a business expert in inverted commas would have said, "You've cracked it. Like keep going. This is going to be great." But we didn't feel successful because, because we were we doing work, enjoying like, yeah. ourselves, and so that just is like a bit of an aha there. And like you know, <laughs> upon reflection, we probably could have hired a team. We could have. Uh, like got people to do help us do the work we couldn't do no longer but something in us felt different too and you know I think we can all see now like bloody hell we're not paleo anymore are we <laughs> like thank god we didn't blow up that business yeah so true and same with the recipes like you know our whole I guess philosophy around the food that we eat has completely changed as well exactly and so it would have been a business that would have gone up in flames or been thrown in the bin because there would have been no truth there. Exactly. And I think that that is, again, one of the most important things. When you're creating something, it has to be true and honest. Yeah. Uh, and that really is, again, part of the prize. And yeah. Sh- part of the prize is sharing your truth and what you believe in and what you stand yeah. for. And I think this is a real, I mean, it's probably been in our world for a very long time, our capitalist world, uh, something that is a destroyer of journeys is the obsession with that end goal and maybe the obsession of always making more money or like trying to become better. And, and you know, that usually is making more money, I think, in today's age. Um, I think that that obsession and that attachment can really cause a lot of suffering within your journey as well. So this is why we love to think about things like detachment and to always consciously remember that we are not what we have, like the possessions that we own, the the jewellery that we wear, the house that we live in, the amount of brand clothes you have or whatever, I don't know, whatever it is that you really want to collect, all that stuff is actually not that meaningful and is not necessary for a truly happy, fulfilled life. 
But it's easy to forget because we live in this world where, like, you know, you watch Instagram, you you watch TV, you want this, you want that, you forget. It's very easy to forget and it's very easy to let your desires take over and then stress you out and make you feel that you're not doing enough, you haven't achieved enough, you need to earn more, etc., etc. So it's always important to come back to this point, especially if you're finding yourself get in like these really down and out moods again and again, or you're really suffering, you're really like creating anxiety and stress. It's good to come back to this point. And I think it's always one more point, um, that whole health is your wealth thing. Luckily, like you might not have to think about that because you're healthy. Your family and friends are healthy. But I think, you know, as soon as like sickness comes, all that other stuff doesn't matter at all. But what if we could remember before we got to that point? I think that's important to remember. Yeah, so true. And so I guess like thinking about the journey as well, like when we become, when we become so attached to the end goal, like that is our only focus, we just miss everything else. Like we miss every bit of magic that could have possibly been there. It's like we just walk straight past it. Mm. Like it's there but we just choose not mm-hmm. to see it. And it's, it's right under our noses. And then we're just so like, oh, but there's the mountain. And at the top of the mountain, there's the pot of gold, whatever it might be. But there's little coins dropped along the whole way, little pieces of magic, and you've missed them. Sometimes they're big as well, and we miss them. Sometimes you get to the top and look back and be like, wow, it was better down there. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. That's like, no one says that achieving greatness, being top of your A game, Reaching your goals is going to create the happy, fulfilled life. It's a lie. Mm -hmm. It's possible, but it's not always a reality. So the key is it's the same with acceptance. It all comes back to acceptance and presence. What we are creating here and now, what we are feeling here and now, you will take with you to the future. So if you're not feeling a level of acceptance and uh, gratitude for your now, you'll more than likely not feel it when you achieve everything because you'll have a whole other set of goals. And I mean, I'm not saying like some here and now suck. So like you, if here and now sucks for you, that's okay. Acknowledge it and make a change. Get help if you need. Do the things. But if you're kind of like just keeping on going along and feeling this like never ending, I'm not over there yet, I'm not over there yet, we haven't achieved this yet, blah, 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 blah. That's going to go with you forever. That feeling will travel with you forever until you make a conscious change. It's so true. (laughs) Mic drop. But we're not going to drop the mic because then that would be a really loud noise. Uh, Yeah, I think that this is just uh, so nice for us to reflect on as well and just to talk about it because uh, it is such an important thing in part, a part of any goal setting, any kind of journey, anything you want to create. Um, there have been so many times where I can reflect on, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, when we first started Mary Body, and I can reflect on those moments and be like, oh my gosh, like we had so much fun. Like that moment was so much fun and we didn't know what we were in for. <laughs> and I think that, uh, it's nice to have those moments of reflection because it reflect in reflection, it reminds you that today you might look back on this moment. Like, yes. That, 
No, no. In the future, you might look back on this moment yeah, today. Exactly. So I'll look back on this moment and remember. Remember when we used to record the podcast in my walk-in wardrobe in Mermaid Beach, and like that was just a fun moment. And we all remember that. We'll reflect on this, and you know, maybe it will be different in the future. Won't we? Won't have this anymore. Yeah. And I think knowing that also helps you be more present and enjoy every step along the way even more because it's going to be a moment where you might um reflect and have a bit of nostalgia (laughs) yeah well I think that's where the gratitude has to always come in um and remember though because it's all well and good you know you remember right now but it's important to remember in those harder moments that's what that's the goal, I think. But when is you're that? a difficult gratitude moment. Yeah. So when you're feeling really stressed, you're feeling really angry, you're mm. feeling really impatient. I'm not over there yet. I want to do this. Why isn't this working? Blah, blah, blah. Find the gratitude in that point. And if you struggle with this, like we all do, uh, what's the trigger? What's your gratitude trigger? What can you look at? What can you remember? What moment? Maybe it's a memory, maybe it's a photo, maybe it's an action, maybe it's a dog, maybe it's a partner. Maybe Maybe it's zooming out. Yeah, big picture looking. And also remembering that like this, yeah, this tiny little thing that's annoying you isn't actually a big thing. You're making it appear a big thing. Zoom out and it will appear the true size that it is. Yeah, and I think that that is such an important lesson because especially when you have your own business or you're doing your own thing, there's always going to be things that are tough and there's always going to be things that kind of happen that are unexpected or they don't go your way and you just like kind of feel like nothing's going your way sometimes. You're like, what the hell? Like, why? We've been trying so hard. And then it really is that zoom out. I think that really helps you get back on Uh, that true purpose like why are you doing this in the first place yeah and it's also good to remember that you can't take any of your stuff to your grave uh you won't like sell it all get rid of it (laughs) but it's true it's true it's nice to have nice things but if it's at the detriment of your sense of happiness right here and now it's not worth it not even sense of happiness but like also your yeah your stress levels like yeah you know if your stuff is causing you more stress or that desire for the stuff is causing you more stress like how can you remove that desire can you just decide that actually i don't need that yeah, I think it's really funny that, you know, Carla and I, we kind of, as we got older, I guess, like, in our early 20s was when Instagram came along. It was very different when it first came along. It wasn't like what it is today. The photos were so ugly. Yeah, like, it was just, like, <laughs> it was, like, personal photos. Look. <laughs> like, my first Instagram photo was, like, this angled photo of, like, a vase of flowers. I like it. Bring back that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, we grew up, in our 20s what like what they're pretty like major growing up years I feel formative yeah very formative you kind of you go from teenager to adult really uh and And then you're 30 yeah then then you're 30 (laughs) and you're an adult I think 30 is the official new adult I'm sure it is right I'm an adult definitely um but what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is that in our 20s so we had this business thing merrymakers we also had been very obsessed with shopping and stuff and possessions we were totally in that world and then we changed directions we started reading philosophy and uh minimalism came up that became all the all the rage and that really spoke to us though I think as shopaholics and people who had addiction to getting more and more stuff it was exactly what we needed but I think it's kind of 
I feel very lucky that we discovered it at the same time as the rise of Instagram because I feel like Instagram, one one little sweep and you want to spend like a million dollars. Like mm-hmm. everyone, you want a big mansion, yeah. you want the perfect kitchen. You want like uh, so many jars, storage jars, <laughs> so many storage jars. <laughs> what else do you want from watching Instagram? All the new clothes, like all the new dresses. Yeah, like I need at least 100 more dresses. Oh, you know what you really want from Instagram? All of the skincare. So I much know. skincare. Wait, that that I will, if I do that, my skin will look like that. It's like probably and not. Supplements, like so many supplements. But <laughs> this is the thing: when we're not conscious, this is the, I know, like conscious a nice jackets, even though it's not oh even my God, cold here. So nice, and like jackets and mini skirts. You really want to travel the world? <laughs> yeah, you do want to travel the world, <laughs> but not just in any way. You want to be on like a luxury yacht. Yeah, no, like backpacking doesn't count anymore. <laughs> no. It must be luxury. Yeah, and it has to be five. Star. And you have to. Have champagne while watching some like I don't know the Colosseum. Oh no, or... champagne watching um like hot air balloons. Oh yeah, in Turkey. Is yeah, it? with like a <laughs> wedding right. dress on. All right, we're gonna <laughs> stop it now. That's not too far. But the point is, you look at Instagram and you feel like you need all this stuff. But when you have awareness and you realize, actually, no. Pretty much Instagram is a place where lots of people just market. (laughs) Like, it's a marketing thing now. And, I mean, I love content and there's some great content on there and I get really good information too. And, like, hey, sometimes I want to get marketed too. You have a product that's going to solve my problem, boom, yes. I love that. you want to do some product research. Like, if you want to go to a restaurant and you want to see the dishes that you want to buy or – um, yeah, you want to go to like a, a hotel, you want to stay at a hotel, you want to see like what, it. Do, what do they look like or what are their amenities like? I t- and exactly, but it, I think it's important to remember that that's what it's there for now. It mm. is a platform that, you know, pretty much everyone who has any influence or clout on there is selling something. You go on our profile, yep, we're going to sell you Mary Body, like unashamedly, mm. and that's fine. Go on Blake Lively's profile, she's going to sell you her non-alcoholic uh, spritzer thing thing and her husband will sell his gin gin or his whiskey whatever he makes yeah like it's it's all there <laughs> and that's because we live in this capitalist consumer driven world and it's fine as long as we have awareness yes. of it and when you need to stop or when you need to i don't know buy more dresses yeah <laughs> which usually never yeah take never usually take a look in your closet <laughs> what haven't you worn yet Wear that one. Uh, get the tag off. Pop it on. <laughs> or sell now. it. Or sell it if you're not going to wear it. At least, like, don't just let it sit there doing nothing. Sell it and then invest the money. Do that. Yes. Good idea. Yeah. Put it in ether. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really low at the uh, moment. So low. Uh, yeah. So I think that this is a really good reminder that on our journey, yeah, we can be distracted by things. So we can think that we want things. We can think that we're trying to get to some place, but we've got to check in. We've got to stop, pause, take a breath. Where do we actually want to be? What do we actually want? What do we actually need? What actually creates fulfillment and success and joy? Is it the closet full of clothes? If it is for you, okay. Like, be honest, if it actually is, you go for it. But if it's not, then let's change it up and let's like put our resources, our funds, our time, our money, our energy into the the area that actually does fulfill us. And question 
what your sense of fulfillment is. Question what you think is your happiness because it might not actually be it. If you're thinking, yeah, totally, I need the the best trends, I need to look my best, if that is your happiness, I just I just ask you, question it and see. And I don't know, see what happens, see what pops up. Uh, same, I don't know, like if I reflect, like what's your fulfillment, Carla? Like what is your, what makes you happy? What makes you think that, ha, huh, I did life right? What's contentment to you? Mm. That's a big question, isn't it, really? Or is it? Is it? Yeah, is it a lot more simpler than we thought? I think that I really, I feel fulfilled when I'm, like, around people that I love and, like, we get to do things together. Like, I really like going out for dinners. That makes me happy, like, with our family. Like, when our family is all together, I feel very happy. And when they're happy, I feel happy. Well... And then what is, is it because like you're having good conversations? Like, is it because you feel a lot of love around you? Mm. My dog makes me happy. Yeah. Well, dogs, dogs are very <laughs> joyful. My dog makes me feel fulfilled when he does a new trick, especially. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's the smaller moments. I think that we think it's, uh, it's bigger than what it is. And it's uh, always yeah. the small moments. It's like. It's like the morning coffee. It's like that quote, what is happiness, morning coffee with her. Looking yeah, at her. yeah. You know, that, that who said that? Oh, An that, artist. Um, Johnny Cash. I yeah. Think Johnny Cash. He said that. And I think it's that's true. true. Or it's, you. I went for like a beautiful beach walk the other day with Tina and it was just so fun. And there was no, it wasn't a walk for exercise. It was just a walk. It was just like, I'm going to go to the beach and I'm just going to walk and see where I end up. What about it's like a dinner out with friends where the conversation flows, it's funny, you're mm-hmm. laughing, everyone feels like they are included. Yeah, we had a really nice and dinner. And no other one night. picks up their phone. That is great. That is great. true happiness. And no one wants to Instagram it. That was um, the aye, other aye, night aye. at your house. <laughs> yeah, that was at that my was house. That was at your house for Damiana's birthday and Damiana made delicious pizza and we got this epic cake made and it was fun and everyone was talking and it was all different, like, conversations. Like, we talked about many different things and I had a lot of fun and not once did I check my phone. I think I took a photo of the cake because I wanted to send it to the baker. Well, I took some photos to send to Damiano's mum in Italy. So, like, that's different. That's different. Yeah. So, yeah, it is moments like that. And it's funny because you think it's not that. You think, like, oh, success is, like, you know, I think it's I think it's nice to have also, well, obviously, if you run a business or you're trying to do something, you obviously need to have financial goals and financial yes. plans and know where everything's at. I actually get a sense of fulfillment by feeling really organized. Yeah, and that's and that's great. And you need that. If you're going to run a business, you totally need that. You can't run a business business and not care about finances. You have to care about finances. Mm. But I also like that whole I like the whole process of getting us organized. It feels so good to feel <laughs> organized. But what I mean, really, there's nothing bad. It's not saying making money is bad. Make as much money as you want, but it's when the goals that you're creating also creates suffering. This is what we need to remember. Goal, there's this podcast episode is not dissing goals. Keep the goals. Work we have an goals. episode on how to reach your goals. Yes, we Go do. Listen to that. And we love goals, 
But we also have like uh, we we know that when our goals are creating ha- unhappiness and distress and suffering, that's when it's time to check in I and remember the important things. Feel very fulfilled when we get like essays from our members, and I read them, and they're literally talking about how Marybody has helped them do what Marybody helped us do and that is accept themselves and like find a way of exercising that they enjoy and like finding joy in exercise but someone else has done it through the product that we made it blows my mind that's some kind of magic and it blows my mind when like I get stories like where their teenage girls are doing it with them the young kids are doing it with them because I think, wow, like, ima- like imagine what that would be like, like to have this kind of messaging at that age. Like in all of my hope, like that is what I would want the younger generation to get this kind of messaging of acceptance before they even need it. So that's pretty fulfilling. <laughs> yeah, and that's purpose. Mm. That's called working with a purpose. Yeah. So I love that. And it makes all of the hard bits of business, because there are many, it just, like, doesn't shine a light on them. The light is so bright on the other mm. stuff that, like, that you just you just deal with that. Yeah. And you know that, like, of course that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And anything that you do, of course, is going to be things that don't work, that are hard, that you don't know how to do, that you need help with, and it all feels like a bit of a struggle. But then that happens and you get that email Mm. or you get that message or you see that comment or that post and you're like, oh, my, this is why we do it. Yeah, precisely. The life has many ebbs and flows, dark and light. This is what life is. The journey is full of that. Yeah, and we're just navigating it to our best ability. Uh, And that's why we have these conversations, really. That's why there are great philosophers in the world writing down about life since since forever, Mm. since cave painting, I I guess. Uh, This is what it is to be a human where, you know, we're not just living with our instincts. We have memories. We have, I don't know, emotions, dreams. We have all these things, like, if we were animals, it'd probably be a bit different. It'd be easier. We think we think a lot. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been an animal. That was a weird comment. Really. <laughs> that was such a weird one. That's but you know what I mean? Shall like... we end on this note? <laughs> okay. On the weird animal note. <laughs> no. Sorry. Uh, yeah, well, Chino what? looks like he has such an easy life. <laughs> oh, he does. Honestly, he's got the best life. He's so fulfilled every day. I know. He's fulfilled by his treats that he gets. He's fulfilled by his naps that he gets. He never questions what's the purpose of life. <laughs> he just does it he just lives oh to be a dog he's like oh walk okay (laughs) and he's so uh he practices surrender oh my the dog practices surrender so much the dog is asleep and then you say walk and the dog gets up and the dog is like (laughs) i surrender i'm coming like this is great you said let's go yes boss (laughs) okay if you love this episode let us know Write us a message, leave us an email, leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast app. That really helps us to get in other people's ears as well. And we're always grateful for that. Otherwise, if you've got a topic you would like us to dive deeper into, make sure you let us know as it probably will get featured. (laughs) Bye-bye. See you next week.
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tapiphone. 